restore our souls, we put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. and welcome to Live from America. How are you today on this beautiful March 25th year of our Lord 2022? You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America and I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And as always, it is a pleasure to do this show for you five days a week, twice a day. Uh, thank you very much to the Real, Real America's Voice News Network, all the distribution partners, including Dish TV, um, Pluto, Roku, Fire Stick. Uh, of course, we've got the uh, Apple TV, Android TV, Samsung TV, Select TV, a uh, Select Channel. Uh, there's so many different ways you can get the show today. And you can also go to JeremyHarrell.com for more on Live from America and including listening to good MAGA music for all the way back to 2016 when I wrote the Build the Wall song. Uh, follow all of our, uh, our adventures on the road from the Save America Freedom Tour and much, much more. So uh, today I wanted to do something different. Instead of going with the cold open, I actually wanted to go and play you what's... Uh, it, it's not only uh, conservatives and Trump supporters, Bang. excuse me, who are getting banned on social media. It's also anybody from the Democratic Party or the or who claims to be an independent. They're also getting banned, shadow banned, suspended, deleted if they go against the narrative. Nobody is immune as long as they are a free thinker. Nobody's immune from any 
of this big tech censorship as long as they're going against the grain. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to play a video for you right now from a former representative, Tulsi Gabbard, because as she continues to wake up uh, uh, and, and, and be vocal about how her Democratic Party has left her behind a long time ago, big tech censorship has been after her and targeting her like crazy, specifically the big ones, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Tulsi Gabbard. She can tell you more about it. But folks, just so you know, the censorship is real. It's getting worse. And now it's going outside of Trump supporters into everyday average Americans as well. Here's Tulsi Gabbard on that subject. from people who are not familiar with the term shadow banning uh, and are asking exactly what it is. So I want to take a minute to show you. For example, when people try to type my name into the search box on Instagram or the discover box, uh, my account does not show up. Whether you type in Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard, it just, it literally does not show up. I'm also getting a lot of reports from people who are trying to at me, at my name, at Tulsi Gabbard and mention me in their Instagram stories or posts. And they're getting a warning that says this account has posted false information. Um, obviously, they're not providing us or whoever's trying to post this examples of what this misinformation is or uh, what exactly they're talking about. Uh, people try to tag me in an Instagram post and they get an error saying we are restricting certain activity to protect our community. Wh- what are they protecting their community from? Nobody knows. Another thing is just with my posts, uh, I would say that with the numbers of views and the numbers of likes, they're down. So uh, that, that just gives you a little bit of an idea of what shadow banning is and, and what the effects are. You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday saying, hey, how come they're allowed to do this? I know very well that these big tech companies have a lot of Congress in their back pocket. And so while you'll hear Democrats and Republicans railing against, you know, suppression, maybe, you know, I don't know actually what the the split is between Democrats and Republicans, but you'll hear politicians railing against, you know, the power of big tech monopolies and something's got to be done. Well, Congress hasn't done anything yet. And big tech money uh, is the reason why. So as long as we have these cowardly leaders in place, I don't anticipate any real change. So if you are not already, I encourage you to join me at tulsi.locals.com. You'll get to see everything I'm posting directly. No chance of censorship. This platform celebrates free speech and democracy. And I encourage you to, to join me there. Or join me on other platforms whose mission it is to uphold free speech, uphold our First Amendment rights and protect our democracy. Now, I don't agree with everything that Tulsi Gabbard agrees with when it comes to politics, not even close. But the one thing I do admire about Tulsi Gabbard is the same thing that I would admire about anybody who's watching this show right now who stands up against the tyranny, against the narrative, against the the, the constant agenda to just push people towards one ruling uh, government, one ruling class, one ruling set of politicians. They don't want opposition. Whereas we Americans, we do want opposition. Why? Because it it's a breeding ground for discussion. And when you have a breeding ground for discussion, then you move forward as one. You are united and not divided. So I always applaud Tulsi Gabbard and people like her who are standing up against her party. And you and she said it. 
She said it. We cannot have this kind of ruling class. We cannot have this kind of division. We need to have free speech. So she's talking about go follow on locals. I am also signing up for locals next week because I want to have more of a social media platform like a Facebook where I'm not on anymore. And locals gives you that. So I'll be going there too. But I want to say big tech censorship. If you are a Democrat and you're watching this or you're an independent and you're watching this, don't think that you won't be uh, suspended or banned next because the only place they have to go now that they've done it with us is all of you. Remember that, okay? Remember that. The only place they have to go is all of you. I want to uh, I get to the verse of the day today, and I titled today's newsletter, Don't Forget About the Forgotten. Now, this, uh, this newsletter is very personal to me, and um, I had no idea that this was going to be what we talked about today when we went to the Lord. As a matter of fact, I ask God every day to direct me into uh, the, the, the path that he wants me to go to find the verses or to find the word of the gospel that he wants me to give to you today. And it was really it ended up being very personal to me. So apparently God wanted me to relive some things and uh, and, and give a testimony. So I'll do that here this morning. Um, now, just so you know, a lot of you know who Mike Lindell is. Mike Lindell is a very, very terrible past. I identify with Mike Lindell's past very, very, very much because my past was similar to his. I, j- I was never a drug addict, but I was in trouble, and I was going down the wrong path, and something changed, just like it did for Mike Lindell. And for those of you who don't know, I'd like to read that today. Verse of the day today comes from the Don't Forget About the Forgotten title, Luke fourteen twelve through 14. Again, Luke 14, 12 through 14. Then he turned to his host, Jesus, and said, when you put on a luncheon or a banquet, don't invite your friends, brothers, relatives, and rich neighbors, for they will invite you back, and that will be your only reward. Instead, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind Then at the resurrection of the righteous, God will reward you for inviting those who could not repay you. That last part is the part that got me. God will reward you for inviting those who could not repay you. And those people who cannot repay you, those are the people that we are talking about when I say don't forget about the forgotten. And this is exactly what I needed today. So please bear with me as I give you a testimony. K65989. That was my prison number in 1998. It used to be the hardest thing for me to admit. Most people know, but some don't. I was looked at like a dog, like the trash of society. I was forgotten. I got no visits. Very few letters. My family wrote me off. My friends forgot about me and forgot that I even existed. I was alone. I was dead inside. But what I didn't know at that time was that Jesus was right there with me. Always by my side, helping me through it while I dismissed his existence. Every time he reached out to me, I pushed his hand away. Yet... He still persisted. This, was wh- this is where Jesus is. In the depression, in the despair, 
in the loneliness, in the times of hopelessness. He never forgot me. He never left me. He treated me like royalty when the world treated me like trash. For that I am ever grateful, and for that I will never forget the forgotten. The ones that can't pay you back. The ones that have nothing left. Those are the people that God sends me to lift up. Those are the people I feel comfortable with inviting into my home for supper. During holidays, those are the ones we reach out to. Please don't let the world make you believe that people behind bars are the scum of our society. Those are the same people Jesus would be with today. In his holy name we pray. Amen. And like I've told you many times, folks, that used to be very hard for me to admit. But once you accept Jesus, you are no longer a slave to fear. And you are no longer a slave to this world and what the evil and, the, and, 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 the, and men of this world have done to you. You are free. You are vindicated. You are happy. You are forgiven. And ladies and gentlemen, you are then walking with God. So for all of those out there who maybe have forgotten somebody, don't forget about them. Reach out to them today and tell them how much you love them and tell them how much support they have from you. Amen. Let's go to uh, let's go to God in prayer, saying the Lord's Prayer. If you are wearing a hat, please remove your hat today and let's say it together with a smile on our face from our lips to his ears. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I have to tell you, I am fighting back tears. <laughs> I am fighting back tears as we speak, but we are going to go to our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I feel you're my family and I feel comfortable talking with you. Please stay tuned. All right, for my live audience, sorry we had a little technical difficulties when we were coming in the live there and we came in a little late. Um, we are recording for Real America's Voice News tonight because of the fact that we uh, this is our Friday where we are off after the first show. So everybody who's watching and maybe for the folks who watch later on, just a little uh, piece of... Um, just an FYI, we are not here tonight. This is our Friday where we do not do our night show. Um, so thank you very much for being here today, and thank you very much for sharing the video, whichever platform that you're watching on. I'd like to take this time, if I could. Oh, hey, Patricia, it's your birthday today? Well, you know what? It's also Denise Cheryl's birthday today. So we all we have multiple birthdays here, so we got to have to acknowledge everybody. Patricia and Denise both have birthdays today, so let's do it. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday, dear Patricia and Denise. Happy birthday to you. God bless you both. And I hope you have a wonderful birthday. You know why I sing happy birthdays, guys? It's not because I think I'm a great singer or because I, I, you know, think that everybody wants to hear me sing. It's because everybody should have happy birthday sung to them on their birthday. That's one thing I always thought as a kid is that no matter whose birthday it is, we should always be sing. They should always get somebody to sing them happy birthday, you know? And I think I got that from a movie where there was some elderly folks in a nursing home. And, uh, you know, it was in the 80s. And I don't remember what movie it was, but I, I remember them saying everybody should get somebody to sing them happy birthday. Uh, hey, Jeremy and Jeremy wish Asher a happy sixth birthday. Well, Asher, happy sixth birthday to you. God bless you. I appreciate you and your family watching live from America. God bless those who've donated. Look at all those donations that came in. Who did that? Come on now. Ellie Mae, thank you so much. Murray B. from Longview, Texas. Keep helping people in need. Well, you know what, sir? Or ma'am. I don't know if Murray is a ma'am or a sir. Uh, But uh, we will. Definitely will. And thank you very much for your kindness and compassion. And, of course, um, Scotty17 and Miranda Dolan. God bless you both for helping out. Really appreciate it. Really do. Take a cup of coffee here. Slipper coffee. Okay. It's got one heck of a show for you guys today. So please, let's do our round of sharing now. There is a Facebook page now from our producer who's, uh, who's got his Facebook page up called LFA Producer. You can watch the show live streaming there. You can watch the show live streaming on Rumble. You can watch the show live streaming on Getter. Those are the three places that you can share to other social media or friends. And, of course, we'd like to say hello to the people watching on Roku and Fire Stick as well. Let's get to the show because i got a lot for you and a lot of good news for you today, okay? So here we go. Come back right now. Welcome back to Live from America, folks, here from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. I'm Jeremy Harrell, the host of the show, and if you're new to the show, welcome. It's not your uh, typical news show. It's actually quite different, but give it a chance, and you might just like it. So here we go. First and foremost section, put your cups up as we begin the evening. Very, very interesting exchange in this first and foremost uh, section that we're going to cover today. That happened yesterday. Now, this exchange was as a Democrat senator named Sheldon White, who I'm sure most of you know, Sheldon Whitehouse, excuse me, who will never be in the White House. Sheldon Whitehouse was questioning Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall. Now, in this questioning, we got a very, very, very interesting exchange that caught my ear that I wanted to bring as the first and foremost section today. This was during a Senate Judiciary hearing yesterday. And Democrat Senator Sheldon Whitehouse asked AG Steve Marshall something that I believe should be on the cover of every newspaper today. And it should be the headline of every news outlet today. Because the question and the answer hold the truth as to why we're going through massive inflation, as to why we're going through the highest gas prices on record, as to why we have a southern border crisis, as to why 
13 of our servicemen and women died along with countless other innocent people in the pullout of Afghanistan as to why the Taliban was left with $80 billion, as to why Ukraine and Russia are even in this war to begin with, as to why we're $30 trillion in debt, and as to why people are still being locked up and masked, uh, locked down and masked up as it relates to a virus that isn't even here anymore. That's my own opinion. I know there's other people that will, that will say different. Let's go right to this exchange between the senator and the Alabama AG so you can hear it yourself. I think it's quite, quite interesting and maybe the best story of the day. Check it out. Against the assault on January 6th uh, by the crowd that your organization helped recruit. Do you have anything to say to them, particularly to those who were injured in the line of duty on that day? Senator, I object to the premise of your question that somehow or another the organization I was connected with had anything to do with the violence that took place. We've denounced that violence before, and as I've done with you here today. Um, is Joseph R. Biden of Delaware the duly elected and lawfully serving president of the United States of America? He is the president of this country. Is he the duly elected and lawfully serving president of the United States? He is the president of our country. Are you answering that, omitting the language duly elected and lawfully serving purposefully? I'm answering the question, he is the president of the United States. And you have no view as to whether he was duly elected or is lawfully serving? I'm telling you he's the president of the United States. Now, what I like about that is that not only did the attorney general hold firm and hold strong to the fact that he is very much in agreement with you and myself that Joe Biden is not the duly elected and legally serving president of the United States of America. He is not. And do you want to know why I know he's not? Not because Mike Lindell said so, not because. Rudy Giuliani said so, not even because President Trump said so. The reason why I know that he is not the duly elected and legally sitting serving president of these beautiful United States of America is because they can't prove it to us. At every turn, they've had every opportunity. They've had every they've had ample time and every opportunity to shut this entire big lie down. By just showing us the evidence, show us the receipts. This is no different than your everyday average run-of-the-mill IRS audit. The IRS, which is a branch and a division of the government, they hold you accountable if you cannot provide receipts for what you claim to have made and what you have claimed to uh, spend during the year. They ask you for proof of the children that you have so they know that the benefits that you get from having children as far as tax purposes go are legit and real. They can't do that simple thing as to just prove to us that they won. And the reason why they can't prove to us that they won and shut this whole thing down and make every Republican and every Trump supporter and every crazy conspiracy theorist down, the reason why they can't do that 
is because they've deleted election records that they were supposed to hold for 22 months. They know that they don't have the receipts that prove that they won because the only way to get those receipts to prove that they won is to connect a ballot or an electronic um, vote from somebody and, and, and connect that to their actual name and their physical being. And that is called canvassing. And that is why they tried to stop canvassing in the Arizona Maricopa County audit. That's why they're trying to legally stop canvassing everywhere. Because in canvassing is where you uh, find the receipts. And where you find the receipts, you will find the truth. And where you find the truth, you will walk away knowing that Joseph Biden is not, I repeat in capital letters, not the duly elected and legally serving sitting president of these United States of America, hence every bill he signed, hence every executive order he's signed, hence every dollar he's given away, hence every deal he's made behind closed doors is invalid. Can I get an amen, ladies and gentlemen? That part is going to be turned into a short clip and shared around the internet. So I hope to God that each and every one of you are on the lookout for that this weekend so that you can share that far and wide to everybody in the world who might need to hear it, everybody in the world who needs reassurance about it, and everybody in the world who's literally swatting it away like it doesn't exist. Let's smack them in the face with it. Amen? All right. And that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the first and foremost opening section of the day. How did we do here on Live from America? Also, that's going to warrant me giving Mr. Attorney General Steve Marshall the coveted. Wrong one, wrong one. We got to play the other. There it is. The Smarty Award of the Day, the coveted Smarty Award of the Day here on Live from America. That candy. See, I want to give the dum-dum away so much that the music plays and I hold the dum-dum constantly. But, Steve Marshall, you deserve the Smarty Award of the Day for holding strong and allowing me to be able to do that first and foremost section that will probably go viral. God bless you, sir, and thank you. Thank you for holding strong as a true Republican and as an American. Now, moving on, President Trump is vindicated once again. Can I get another amen? Can I get another amen? You will not see this story that I'm talking to you about today on CNN. You'll not see it on MSDNC. You'll not see it on the Young Turks or any other failing late-night TV show, you know, like Jimmy Kimmel or Stephen Colbert or any of the other losers. No, folks, you won't see this, but this might be the best news of the day. Last week, judge ordered Stormy Daniels to pay $300,000 to President Trump. This week, President Trump files a lawsuit against Hillary Clinton that will open up everything and blow the lid off everything. And now we have news after three years of these lying, dog-faced, pony-soldier Democrats harassing, smearing, and yes, investigating President Trump for inflating his assets. Now, folks, they and we have discovered that the Trump organization not only did not inflate their assets, but they have actually undervalued their assets of the Trump organization instead. So how does that feel? How does that feel? Now you know why that that assistant AG in the state of New York left 
a couple weeks ago and said, I can't be a part of this. There's nothing here. The fake news media ran several reports on these accusations. The New York Attorney's District Office, uh, District Attorney's Office opened an investigation on the Trump organization to target and harass the family over these allegations. Even the late night's political TV host, you know, the ones like I all just mentioned, they all lied against President Trump. Every single one of them. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg stopped pursuing charges against President Trump and suspended the investigation indefinitely. And that's what we just uh, spoke about there about 15 seconds ago. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we get to the meat and the potatoes of it all. And that is this. Mark Pomerantz and Carrie Dune, who had been leading the investigation under former DA Cyrus Vance, submitted their resignations last month after Bragg began raising doubts about pursuing a case against President Trump. But a source familiar with the investigation pointed Fox News Digital specifically to Trump's statement of financial condition, which reports an entity's assets, liabilities, and abilities to raise and use funds. The source told Fox Digital that Trump did not inflate his financial statements as prosecutors had anticipated, but instead undervalued his assets. That same source told Fox Digital that Trump never defaulted on a payment to any bank and said his statement of financial condition included caveats which refuted claims by the DA's office. One source familiar with the investigation claimed that the case against Trump was political and fueled by the former president's political enemies and told Fox Digital that Pomerantz, quote, should have been in the DA's office in the first place instead of the lead DA. We have been vindicated once again. Not only did he not inflate, but he actually devalued. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is another win in the column for President Donald J. Trump and also is another win for this People's Republic of the United States of America. Boy, we got a lot of winning going on here on RAV. We got a lot of winning on Real America's Voice News and Live from America. And we'll be back to tell you more right after this. Folks, are you not happy today or what? Today is a day full of amazing news. Actually, the whole week has. We've only actually covered about two or three stories that are really detrimental or bad to anything that we're trying to work on or fight. So we've had a pretty good week. We've had a pretty good week. I want to jump over to Getter real quick. I have not acknowledged anybody over there, which I apologize for, folks. Terry, how you doing? Trump is taking out the trash, he said. Amen. Bev1958 says, win, win, win. Southern Citizen said, thanks for the real news, Jeremy. It is my pleasure, and I'm here to do that as long as you need me to be. Trump is as clean as a whistle, says Joe Demers. I agree, 100%. S.L. Holmes says, is Truth Social only a phone app? I, th- I believe right now it is, yes. Oh, I see you said you can't see me. My bad. My bad, guys. I, I apologize for that. I apologize for that. Sometimes just a little bit of a button <laughs> goes a long way. A press of a button goes a long way. Sorry about that. Um, Creed says, good morning to everybody. How you doing, Creed? Good to see you. We lost your picture. Well, we got it back now, folks. We got it back now. You are gone off the screen. Why is there a commercial break during this morning? Because this is the Friday that we only do one show. So when we only do one show on, a fr- on a, every other Friday, we record for Real America's Voice News on that show. Um, I'm on True Social. Well, you lucky dog. I'm not. 
You you lying dog face pony soldier. <laughs> oh, that's great. Turn camera back on. We did. We got it back on. I apologize. Too many buttons. Yes, there is. There's like a billion buttons in here. And he's working some. I'm working some. Somebody said, Eli, call him a dork. He does. He calls me a dork all the time. Calls me a dork all the time. All right. Thank you again for the uh, the extra donations I've seen on Rumble Rants. Those of you on Getter, don't worry. I know some of you have been saying that you want to donate through, a, the, through the platform. Getter pay is coming soon, all right? All right. Let's get back to this amazing show we got lined up today because we're going to get ready to go rhino hunting, folks. Don't you love to go rhino hunting? I know I do. Here we are. And thanks for sticking around here on Live from America. And thanks for your loyalty to Real America's Voice News. We are going to change the world. One story at a time. One truth at a time. Real news and honest views. All right, folks. One of these, uh, this segment that we're doing right now. It's probably my favorite, one of my favorite segments. It's our rhino hunting segment. And without rhino hunting, then we cannot do what President Trump was able to do yesterday when he withdrew his, uh, his, uh, his support for, uh, for Mo Brooks. At least we're being proactive as a Republican Party rather than reactive for a change. This is why people like myself, this is why people like Bannon and others, this is why we're out here fighting every day to find and expose these rhinos. So, get your gear ready. Pack your bags. It's time to go rhino hunting, folks. It's time to get ourselves into the thicket of the D.C. swamp and find all of their hideouts and all of their bedding, all of their nests, all of their dwellings. And today, folks, we're actually going to go after one of the biggest rhinos there is. So I hope you've packed some heat. He's also known to be carrying a whiteboard. This rhino is known to be carrying a whiteboard with him wherever he goes because he thinks that everybody around him is too stupid to have a conversation without him drawing and illustrating what he's trying to get, over, uh, get across to you, and that is Mr. Carl Rove. If there was ever a rhino out there who was like the Papa Bear rhino, it would be Carl Rove. He's one of the rhino elders, ladies and gentlemen, that they will speak of for years in their language of stupidity. All right. Well, he was caught doing a very scummy thing lately, and we're going to talk about that and spotlight this very scummy thing that he's been doing. And he's running a smear campaign. He's not only funding, but he's helping run a smear campaign on former Governor Eric Greitens, now running for U.S. Senator, while he's going through a custody battle with his uh, wife and with his children, and you have these scumbag rhino establishment politicians working their way into everybody's lives so that they can try to keep away America first Republicans so that in turn they can keep away Donald Trump from making the Republican Party look as stupid as he did in 2016. A GOP donor confidant went public and has accused Karl Rove as the man behind the disgusting hit piece on Missouri Senate candidate and former Missouri governor, Eric Greitens. Now, I've spent time with Eric Greitens. Eric Greitens is a patriot. Eric Greitens is a man. He looks at you in your eye. He shakes your hand. He's very matter-of-fact. He doesn't give you a political dance-around answer. He's a good guy, and I've spent time with the guy for me to know this. Do I know everything about his life? No. Do I know how much he sins? No, I don't, but I know 
a hit piece when I see one. I know a smear campaign when I see one. And when I hear the name Carl Rove attached to that hit piece or smear campaign, then I know that there's some nefarious action going behind the scenes. And it's all to keep out America first candidates. The ex-wife of Eric Greitens accused the former Missouri governor of abuse during their nine-year marriage. Eric Greitens is currently fighting for full custody of their two children. Eric Greitens responded to these disgusting accusations of physical abuse and coercive behavior as completely fabricated and baseless. The former Missouri governor is running for U.S. Senate and is currently leading the race. Of course, the rhinos in Missouri are solidly against him. Sheena Greitens, who was his ex-wife, decided to drop the allegations this week with the GOP primary approaching on August 2nd, Sheena thought it would be a good time to accuse her former husband right before his political comeback, but there's nothing fishy here, right? Unbelievable. Greitens told the Washington Times, I'm seeking full custody of my sons for their sake. I will continue to pray for their mother and hope that she gets the help that she needs. Eric Greitens also said earlier this week that his ex-wife signed a custody agreement months ago Following their divorce, she did not mention any abuse from her former husband at that time and signed the documents during the battle of custody of their two sons. The two, po- the two boys spent a majority of their time with their father still today. So why would she push these allegations now? Well, now there's new information about who's behind these attacks on Eric Greitens. According to a new report at Breitbart, Mitch McConnell and Carl Rove had prior knowledge of this hit piece against Eric Greitens. This is explosive information because it means that people of our own party are working behind the scenes to make sure that they, that people like Eric Greitens do not get any more traction. And they're literally behind funding these kind of stuff, working their way in between a messy divorce with a custody battle at stake. That is the lowest of the low. If anybody's been through a divorce or have had a custody battle with kids, for anybody to use that as a way to politically do harm you, that's the lowest of the low. GOP consultant, establishment consultant, Carl Rove, had prior non- to, uh, content, knowledge of the contents of the now public filing that Sheena Greitens filed. In addition, ladies and gentlemen, um, Rove, in response to the Breitbart News uh, exclusive Breitbart story, issued a statement to Breitbart denying the donor confidence account of events. In addition, a top ally of Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell employs Sheena Greitens' sister at three different political consultant firms. Not only did Rove have prior knowledge of the forthcoming accusations, the donor confidence said, but he offered that the confidence would travel to Texas. Rove could set it up so that the confidant could hear directly from her. The confidant, Steve Hantler, confirmed the account on record to Breitbart News um, when asked about it on Tuesday of this week. Hantler is a well-known figure behind the scenes in the GOP donor community, and his credibility is clear. He rarely speaks on record with news outlets, but is frequently involved in helping top conservative candidates and causes, as well as serving as a go-between with GOP donors and candidates with groups. Between 10 and 14 days before Sheena Greitens filed her complaint with Boone County Court of Missouri, Rove was on a call with Hantler in which Hantler says Rove explicitly stated that Eric Greitens' ex-wife is going to, uh, is going to, quote, going to 
prior uh, before the primary election, quote, make a statement or release something. So they had it timed out. And Carl Rove was guiding her into when to release this statement, which would be right before it would really hurt Eric Greitens and knock him out of the lead poll position. Hantler was known, has known Rove for decades, dating back to the early 1990s, and describes Rove as a close friend. Um, Breitbart News, after the story came out this week on Breitbart News, he told Greitens' campaign for U.S. Senate about the call with Rove and uh, before the filing was made, sources familiar with the matter uh, broke that story. Hantler said in response to Rove during this phone call that he would call Sheena and ask her if it was true. And Rove replied, well, she won't talk to you. So long story short, the reason why I'm getting into this messy drama of a story is clearly to point out that the, Dem- uh, that the Republicans are just as dirty as the Democrats. And the Republicans, these same Republicans that are fighting to get rid of MAGA first, America first candidates now, are the same Republicans that tried to get rid of Donald Trump in 2016. So you tell me who you believe. Either way, Carl Rove. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Carl Rove gets the dumb, dumb award of the day here on live from America, and rightfully deserved. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we do have some new news, and I think you guys are really going to like this. Let's go ahead and play that music, can we? Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust, folks. Another incumbent Democrat bites the dust. Texas Democrat Philemon Vela has resigned early from Congress and will not even finish out the rest of his term. And that makes 31 incumbent Democrats running for the hills. So you put that all together with Hunter Biden's laptop all of a sudden being in the news again. You put that together with President Donald J. Trump opening up a huge lawsuit on Hillary Clinton. You put that together with AGs not even admitting that Biden is a duly elected sitting and legal president of the United States of America. You put that together with President Donald Trump saying the deep state is already being brought to heel, and it's already, the process has already begun. And then you look at the 31 incumbent Democrats who are running for the hills, and that gives you all the answers that you need about what's coming up in November, and that is truly a red wave, folks. A red wave for the Republicans. But it's not going to be those rhino Republicans that are in charge anymore. It's going to be this new Republican Party. We'll be right back right after this. All right, now we'll switch that camera back over. Thank you. What are they all running from? Well, what do you think they're all running from? What could be the possibilities here? What could be the possible reasons that they are all running? And it's because they know that they're not going to have power anymore. And once you know that the power is not going to be there anymore, they want to get away from any kind of overspill or backlash that happens. Jeremy, once we turn over, can we once we turn things over, can we then go after and overturn the election? Once we turn once we get power again, which we will, then we can go after all of these people that should be in jail that are not in jail. Yes, that is a short answer. Short answer. Yes. Um, Joe Manchin is going to vote yes for Jackson. Blow up his phone with calls. Well, folks, 
The only people that are going to get Joe Manchin to change his mind about Jackson are the people of West Virginia. So if the people of West Virginia blow up his calls and tell them exactly where they're from in West Virginia, that will change his mind. Getting a call from Jeremy Harrell in New Hampshire, it's not going to change his mind on this, okay? Getting a call from Joe Schmo in, in Pennsylvania, it's not going to change his mind on this, not on this decision. Other decisions, yes, it's warranted. What we really need is for West Virginians to call Joe Manchin and in droves and tell him we will not vote for you again if you appoint this crazy, crazy far left-wing activist to the Supreme Court. Then we need all of our own Republicans, folks. We need every Republican to vote against her. Is that going to be the case? Or are we going, what's the, what's the over-under on that one, as, as uh, John Frederick says? What's the over-under on uh, whether these Republicans are going to stand firm or not? Because you know dang well. You know dang well people like Mitt Romney or somebody's going to vote for, Susan Collins, somebody. You know they are. Lisa, I keep seeing your uh, question, and, I've, and I, I answered that uh, for you about taking over once we, or I mean going back to the elections once we take over. Yes. Yes, ma'am. We definitely can. All right. Where are we here? Oh, here we are. All right, folks, let's get back to it here. Welcome back to Live from America, and it's an honor to be here with you guys uh, every single night. I do want to give a big shout out to the original Live from America family, you guys. Now, there's a lot of folks that are new to the show. Most, most generally, everybody who watches on Real America's Voice News is somewhat new to the show within the last six months. I'm talking about the people that were there with me back when I would stand in my driveway or in the backyard and rant about the way the world was going as a father of five and as somebody who was involved in politics at least enough to know how things work. I ran for office before. I'm running for office again. But those people, those original people that brought me from there to here to help change the world, I would like to give you a hat tip and say thank you for all your love, your kindness, and your support through all these years. I will never forget it. Now, moving into this next section, there is only one way to really get to the bottom of why the United States of America, both parties, and NATO are desperately trying to get us into World War III. There's only one, really re- one reality of why they would be doing this, folks, okay? It isn't by listening. You're not going to get this answer that, 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 that we're looking for. You know that answer of why are they trying to push us into World War III? You're not going to get that answer by listening and watching me. You're not going to get that answer by listening or watching Real America's Voice News or OAN or Newsmax or Fox or CNN or MSNBC. That's not where you're going to get the truth that you're satisfied with. You're going to get that truth that you're satisfied with by following the money, following patterns, and getting to the bottom of things based on facts and information that is actually available to each and every one of you. So today here on Life from America, we're going to follow the money and we're going to find out, we're going to come to a conclusion on why the United States and NATO is working overtime over in Brussels right now and every day to push us into World War III. They desperately want to go to war with Russia, which will then go to war with their allies then our allies and it would truly be World War III. Let's do that right now, because once you do this, all of it starts coming together and you'll have no more questions as to who or why is pushing us into World War Three. 
Is the United States being drawn into World War III or are we causing it? Over the corruption of the Biden crime family. Now, this is not just a hit piece because I don't think Biden's the president. This is a real hit piece based on following the money and following the patterns. Burisma Holdings is owned by oligarch Ihor Kolomoisky. Ihor Kolomoisky, who backed the campaign of President Vladimir Zelensky and funded the neo-Nazi Azov Battalion Group. The profound corruption of the Hunter Biden laptop and Hunter Biden's involvement along with the big guy in Ukraine may also explain Hunter's mysterious reference in his laptop to the quote in there from him, children burned alive in Donetsk. Nobody knew what that meant. Children burned alive in Donetsk because it was just basically there was no context around that in Hunter Biden's laptop. Well, we'll get to the bottom of that in a minute. Burisma Holdings, the largest natural gas company in Ukraine, hired Hunter Biden on May 12, 2014 at a salary of a whopping $83,000 a month, despite having no experience in Ukraine or the energy sector, period. Coincidentally, at the same time, Vice President Joe Biden was assigned to handle Ukraine in the Obama White House. This was just three months after Victoria Newland's $5 million coup. Hunter Biden's benefactor was not really the CEO of Burisma Holdings, which was Mykola Zlaveshki, Kenokia claims, but was instead oligarch Ihor Kolomoisky. Kolomoisky is Ukraine's third wealthiest man with an estimated fortune of $2.4 billion and was appointed governor of a town that I cannot pronounce by the new government in 2014. A 2012 study of Burisma Holdings done in Ukraine by the Anti-Corruption Action Center, an investigative nonprofit co-funded by American billionaire George Soros, and the United, States, uh, the United States State Department found that the true owner of Burisma Holdings was none other than Ukrainian billionaire oligarch Ihor, Ihor Kolomoisky. The study, which was, um, the study which was funded to dig up corruption on Ukrainian President Viktor Yanushkovych instead found that Ihor Kolomoisky managed to seize the, la- the largest reserves of natural gas in Ukraine. In other words, Hunter Biden's boss and benefactor at Burisma Holdings is the same Ukrainian billionaire oligarch who also claimed the position of boss and benefactor over Volodymyr Zelensky before he became Ukraine's president. Are you all with me to this point? Zelensky became famous portraying a president on TV sitcom Servant of the People which aired on Kolomoisky's TV network in 2019. Kolomoisky even provided security, lawyers, and vehicles for Zelensky during his presidential campaign. Kolomoisky, the $2.4 billionaire, his bodyguard and lawyer accompanied Zelensky on the campaign trail as Zelensky was chauffeured around in a Range Rover owned by one of Kolomoisky's companies. The Pandora Papers, remember those? Leaked by Soros' NGOs, 
in 2021 showed that Zelensky and his partners in TV production, uh, Cartvel 95, set up a network of offshore firms dating back to at least 2012, the year the company began making regular content for TV stations owned by Kolomoisky. The offshore the offshores were uh, also used by Zelensky associates to purchase and own three prime properties in the center of London. In 2012, Zelensky's production company entered into a deal with Zolomoisky's media group, which allegedly received $41 million in funds from Kolomoisky's private bank. Kolomoisky accused uh, is accused of embezzling $5.5 billion through a private bank's uh, a private bank subsidiary in Cyprus, an amount roughly equal to 5% of the country's gross domestic product. After the 2014 Maidan coup, 2014 Maidan coup, the West began propping up the Ukrainian government with $15 billion from the International Monetary Fund. This money vanished almost completely under mysterious circumstances, allegedly through oligarch-held banks like private bank. Some of it may have gone to the Clinton campaign, which we know the Ukrainians are the largest donors to the Clinton campaign. The reason why I'm laying this all out for you is because it gets really interesting and I bring it all full circle in the end. Private bank was nationalized in 2016. Kolomoisky has been fighting to get it back ever since. Sponsoring a president may be a good way to get your bank back. After Zelensky's victory, Kolomoisky, who had spent the last few years living between Israel and Switzerland, returned to Ukraine to keep up his relationship with the new president, nominating over 30 lawmakers to Zelensky's newly established party and maintaining influence with many of them in parliament. On March 2, 2022, Ukrainian businessman Mikhail Watford was found hanged in his mansion outside London under mysterious circumstances. Watford was involved in a fight with, with Kolomoisky over private bank since, or since 20 or 2002, so 20 years. Igor Kolomoisky was also a top funder of the neo-Nazi Azov Battalion that we've been talking about since it was formed in 2014. This is crazy. Um... in 2014, who led the Kiev government's attack on the Russian-majority republics of Luhansk and Donetsk. A 2014 Amnesty International report accused Kolomoisky's ADAR battalion of war crimes in Donbass, specifically citing widespread abuses, including abductions, unlawful detention, ill-treatment, theft, extortion, and possible execution. Over 14,000 people were killed in 2014. Now, this is the part where we're going to bring it all home. In 2014, Human Rights Watch reported that Ukrainian government's forces and pro-government militias were responsible for the widespread cluster uh, munitions in populated areas in Donetsk City. It is shocking to see a weapon that most countries have banned used so extensively in eastern Ukraine, said Mark Hisney, a senior arms researcher at Human Rights Watch. Ukrainian authorities should make an immediate commitment not to use cluster munitions and join the treaty to ban them. Children's schools in Donetsk have been hit so many times by indiscriminate shelling that basements are set up 
as makeshift bomb shelters and windows are piled with sandbags. Um, text messages found on Hunter Biden's laptop show Hunter Biden asking his lover, Haley Biden, Haley Biden, excuse me, his brother's widow, if she believed that he had, quote, children burned alive in Donetsk or children killed in Donetsk, Ukraine. So the reason why I I brought you through that entire story and read you all of those facts was because everything that I just read you leads up to that quote, to that question in Hunter Biden's laptop, which lets you know that Hunter Biden, his boss, was the same guy who basically groomed Vladimir Zelensky into being a president through TV so he could act like a president, then staged a coup using Soros money and his own money, put 30 people into parliament, and still had major influence over Zelensky, and also has ties to Hunter Biden, who was working with Burisma, which is owned by Zelomoysky. It is, you follow the money, and when you follow the money, you get to the bottom of everything. And the bottom of everything is, Joe Biden and the Biden crime family are completely responsible for this war and they are in war to cover up the crimes that Russia is sanctioning them for today. I feel like I have just exercised the demons. One way or another, truth will always come out. God promises truth will always come out. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. One way or another, God promises that all truth will come out. And folks, I have to tell you, all of this research, all of this reading into the Azov Battalion is what actually gets us to this point right here. So when you do weeks of research and you follow things and you follow stories and you follow money and you take stories that people are writing about it over here and you compare them with the stories that people are writing about them over here, you find the common goal in those stories, and those are probably truth. You take those common, those common statements in those stories, you put them together, and then you start researching that stuff. And it brings you down these rabbit holes where you find money, you find power, you find corruption, and you really get to the bottom of what we are going to world war for so badly. Why are we trying to push it so badly? And it's because the Biden crime family. It is because of the Biden crime family, and they're trying to hide each and every one of their crimes. But it's not going to be good for them, because Donald J. Trump said that the deep state is already being brought to heel. The process has already begun. And that is why they are calling for all-out war, because if there's all-out war, then everything else can be swept under the rug. Everything else can be swept under the rug. So they are willing to kill you. They are willing to kill me. They are willing to kill everybody in the world to make sure that these people don't end up in Gitmo or executed for their crimes. That is not a conspiracy theory. That is truth. That is not a conspiracy theory, folks. That is 100% truth. And you want to know something else? It's absolutely exhausting to do this. Because I know about this stuff before I report it to you guys. Some of you hear it other places as well. But I sit here and I do this stuff, and you should see 
how angry I get when I am searching, researching this stuff and I come to a conclusion of what I think happened and I'm just like, I, I go nuts. I go absolutely nuts. This stuff, it's, not, it's one of the hardest jobs that I've ever done. I can tell you that. Because you get so emotionally involved. You get so passionate about the stuff that you're reading. You know what I mean? Somebody said there's trolls and rumble. Good, welcome. Thank you for the views. We appreciate that. Thank you for helping the algorithms out. You'll never ban us and you'll never get us blocked. Thanks for being here. And by the way, there's some, uh, there's some ex-trolls here that uh, seen that we were sincere and that we were good people. Maybe you want to ask them before you run your gums. Thank you, Jay Maldrich. I appreciate that. Ignore the, the rat troll. She's afraid of the truth. I don't even know who she is. Don't even know. Don't care. Welcome. All right, we're going to end this show. We're going to end the show with, uh, with a couple quick videos, and uh, I think you'll like them both. So first of all, let's make sure we, uh, we got ready here. And again, folks, I don't enjoy, uh, as far as the show goes, I don't enjoy um, these Fridays where we just do one show. I mean, I enjoy it because I get to spend time with my family and do some errands that I'm not able to do during the week, but I do miss you guys over the weekend. 100% miss you guys over the weekend. All right, here we go. Let's get back to the show. All right, folks, thanks for being here on Real America's Voice News Live from America. It has been one heck of a week, and I just got done telling the Live from America family how incredibly exhausting this job is to do. And that is why I try to leave the show every day with a little bit of a smile. Before we get to the video that's going to leave you with a little bit of a smile, maybe, maybe even a cringy look on your face, I want, to, uh, I want to go to something that Joe Biden said yesterday, okay? And this is one of those moments where Joe Biden says the quiet part out loud and he doesn't know what he's saying. Listen to what he says, and then we'll talk about it briefly, okay? Check this out. Well, I came to congratulate a man who just got reelected without opposition. I, 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 I dream about that someday. I came look, to congratulate from the very beginning. Uh, I came to congratulate a man who just won without opposition, and I can only dream of that someday. That's exactly what he said. Would you like to listen again for the trolls in the uh, comment section? Let's listen again. Well, I came to congratulate a man who just got reelected without opposition. I, 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 I dream about that someday. But look, from the very beginning. He dreams about uh, that someday, ladies and gentlemen. You know, like Justin Trudeau and Vladimir Zelensky just did by basically pushing down their opponents and their opposition so they could stay in power. That's coming here, folks, but we're not going to let it happen. We've got a lot of rights that other people don't have. And I can think of one that has a two in front of it. Anyway, we'll move on. I want to play you a video of Cory Booker. By the way, did, you, did anybody else notice how creepy and cringy Cory Booker looked every time he spoke about Kentanji uh, Brown Jackson. Every time he spoke to Kentanji Brown Jackson, he would sit there like a pedophile or some kind of a peeper. He just he just pawn all over her. He's like the new Pepe Le Pew. You know what I mean? He's gonna take that uh, he's gonna take that that uh, that mantle from uh, from from Andrew Cuomo. He is the new Pepe Le Pew. So I figured I'd play a funny video for you of Cory Booker actually doing exactly what I just said. Check it out. Here's Cory Booker and his pink cat. Listen to what he has to say. This country is getting better and better and better. And when that final vote happens and you ascend onto the, to the highest court in the land, I'm going to <laughs> Want to hear it again? Here it is. When that final vote 
Athens. Look at him. And you ascend onto the to the highest court in the land. <laughs> when that final vote happens and you ascend to the highest court in the land, I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to rejoice. What are you doing for dinner? You want to come over for dinner? Huh? You want to do anything? When you go to the park, you want to get a coffee? Anything. Anything. I'll do anything. You want me to wash your feet? Huh? I'll do anything. I'll clean your, I'll clean your carpet. Anything. I'll, I'll go to your house. I'll clean your house. Can I do anything for you? Can I look at, can I sniff you? Biden said it's okay to sniff. Boss says it's okay. Kind of cringy. Kind of creepy there, uh, Cory Booker. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America today. God bless you. If you want more, go to JeremyHarrell.com. You scroll down on the front page. You can quick connect to any of my social media platforms. You can sign up for a Bible if you need one. Or, ladies and gentlemen, you can even sign up for the daily newsletter. And if you want to make a donation, you can do that there, too. This is completely viewer-funded. Folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, and keep your chest out. And keep your head up high, because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a great evening, folks. I will see you Monday morning for more Live from America at 11 a.m. Until then, spread the gospel, be happy, and spread some joy. See you later, guys. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't.